My name is Rick Renner, and I'm in the ancient city of Smyrna in the Roman province of Asia. This was a massive city filled with pagan temples to false gods. And one of those temples is directly behind me. It was the Temple of Athena, one of the oldest temples in the city of Smyrna. But the Greek world and the Roman world was filled with pagan temples, and believers stayed away from them, and rightfully so, because demon spirits operated in these places. In fact, listen to what the Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 20. He said, but I say that the things that the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. And I would not that you should have fellowship with devils. Paul understood that believers may be very normal, but if they walk into one of these places where there's an evil spiritual environment, they could become oppressed. Paul said, don't you understand? The statue's nothing, the building's nothing, but in these places, demon spirits operate. It's an environment that you don't need to be in. And likewise, we need to think about the environments that we're in. Maybe you're in a place that's spiritually oppressive, or maybe you're hanging out with friends that are not a good influence. We need to think about where we are, what we're doing, and what is the spiritual atmosphere in those places, and stay away from places where we're susceptible to sin or to weakness. We just need to use our heads and be smart. And that is what I'm gonna to talk to you about today. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Welcome to today's program. My name is Rick Renner. And as I told you in the introduction to today's program, today we're going to talk about how you can divert and overcome temptation. And I'm offering you a brand new series by that title, How to Successfully Divert and Overcome Temptation. Most temptations can be diverted. That's what we're going to be talking about today. But if you didn't divert them and you find yourself caught in a temptation, you can overcome it. And there's all kinds of temptations. But my friends, you can successfully divert them or overcome them. And that's why I want you to have this brand new series. All of us have something we need to divert or to overcome. It's five parts. It comes in multiple formats. And of course, it comes with a study guide. And today is the first day we're offering this on the program. And we're also offering you right now my book that I just love so much, which is called A Life Ablaze, 10 Simple Keys to Living on Fire for God. Being an inferno to the end of your life, burning with the fire of God, your embers are not supposed to grow cold. And there are certain fuels you need to inject into your flame to make sure you remain a life ablaze. And in this book, I cover all 10 of those fuels that you need to be regularly putting into your spiritual fire so you remain ablaze for Jesus to the end of your life. You ought to order this book today. You can order all of these things by going online or by giving us a call. And remember that when you become a partner with our ministry, we want to welcome you into our partner family by sending you my book, which is called Life in the combat zone. The subtitle says, How to Survive, Thrive, and Overcome in the Midst of Difficult Situations. I'm not prophesying a combat zone into your life. You're probably already dealing with something. You need to know how to overcome it and how to thrive in the midst of it 
And that's what this book will show you, and it's dedicated to our partners. So when you become a partner, we always send this to new partners, along with Denise's book called The Gift of Forgiveness. It's a small book. It's a quick read. But wow, this is a liberating book, and we always want our new partners to have these two books. You say, well, what is a partner? Well, let me answer it like this. Proverbs 10, 21 says, the lips of the righteous feed many. I know that that is my assignment, to teach the Bible to people all over the world. Partners give financially. I say they put fuel in the tank so we can take this teaching by television and media to people all over the world. The Bible is free, the gospel is free, but television and media is not free. And when you become a partner, you enable us to take this teaching to people who are crying out for it. So if you want to become a partner, just give us a call or go online and you can become a partner right now. But hey, reach for your Bible. And today we're going to begin our brand new series called How to Successfully Divert and Overcome Temptation. And we're going to begin with a famous verse in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, where the Apostle Paul is writing and he says, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. You know, sometimes people get religious with this verse and they say, well, I know the Lord won't lay on me more than I can bear. That's what the Bible says. But my friends, this verse is not describing things that God lays on you. These are attacks. And we're told in this verse, you can escape any attack. In fact, let's dissect this verse. Paul says, there has no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. The word temptation is the Greek word perosmos. It is used three times in this verse, which means it is very important. If you understand the word temptation, the Greek word perosmos, you know this has nothing to do with what God would give you. Because this word describes an intense examination, a fiery trial or experience that usually produces damage and destruction. This is something very, very evil. It comes to test you, to examine you, and even possibly to destroy you. And the Bible says there has no destructive temptation taken you. The word taken is a translation of a form of the Greek word lambano, which means to seize. It could be translated to attack, to grip, or to lay hold of you. If you've ever been in a moment when a temptation is calling out to you, you feel that it's seizing you, it's appealing to you, it's trying to grip you. But this verse says, there has no temptation seized you, attacked you, or tried to lay hold of you, but such as is common to man. What does that mean, common to man? It is the Greek word anthropinos. Oh, this is so wonderful. Because the word anthropinos means anything experienced commonly by human beings. Nothing exceptional. In fact, you could translate it unexceptional, merely human. Listen to me. It is very important that you do not glorify your temptation. If you magnify it, it will become bigger in your mind. You need to look at it and say, anthropinos. It's common to man. Nothing exceptional about this. 
I am not the first person to face this temptation. Other people have faced this and they have overcome it. This is not a big deal. The devil wants you to think it's a big deal. It's not a big deal. Do not magnify the temptation. Diminish it. Say, this is small. Millions of people have faced this in the past, and they have overcome it, and I'm going to overcome it too. There's nothing exceptional about this temptation. Diminish it. When you diminish it, you take the power out of it. And this verse says, there hath no temptation taken you, that's tried to seize you or attack you or grip you or lay hold of you, that is not just common, merely human, unexceptional, but God is faithful. Do you know what the Greek says? The Greek literally says, pistis de ho theos. That word de is really important because it describes something that is categorical or emphatic. A better translation would be that God is categorically faithful. Never say that God has failed you. He has not. This verse says God is categorically faithful. And look what he'll do. But God is faithful, or now we understand the Greek says God is categorically faithful, who will not suffer you to be attempted above that you are able. The word suffer means to permit, like permit you to experience some kind of a lurking danger that's on its way to seize you. God will not permit it. He will not suffer you or permit you to be tempted. The word tempted, again, is a Greek word, pirasmos. It describes something that comes to try you. It is intense. It carries within it damage and destruction. He will not permit you. He will not allow you to be tempted above that you were able, the word above is the Greek word hooper. The word hooper in this case means over, above, beyond, more than, beyond what is normal, something that is excessive. God will not allow you to experience something that is beyond your ability to control. In fact, this verse says, above that ye are able. The word able is a translation of the Greek word dunamai. The word dunamai pictures strength that makes one able, which means God has given you everything you need to divert and overcome any kind of temptation that comes your way. You are more than a match for anything that you're dealing with right now. In fact, it goes on to say, but will with the temptation make a way to escape. The word with in Greek is the word soon. This word soon means with, together with, alongside with, accompanying, which means the moment you find yourself confronted with a temptation of any kind, immediately in that moment, God's grace is there. He is with you, accompanying you, giving you everything you need to stare it in the face, rebuke it, divert it, and circumvent it. That is what this word with means. Immediately, in the moment of that temptation, God's power and God's grace is there with you like a partner so that you can find a way to escape. Now, what is a way of escape? Most people say, oh God, I'm being tempted. Please do something dramatic to get me out of this. Let there be a bolt of lightning or a clap of thunder or let someone knock on the door. Oh God, please make a way for me to escape. Well, God has made a way for you to escape. In Greek, a way to escape is tra translation of the Greek word ek basis. 
The word ek means out. The word basas means to walk. When you compound the two words together, it means to walk out. Are you listening to me? To walk out. As to walk out of a difficult place. To walk away from. To remove yourself from a person or place that isn't good for you. To use your feet. <laughs> to use your feet to exit a situation or an environment. Which means God has given you a way of escape. It is your two feet. Just like you have walked into a bad situation, you can use the same two feet to walk out of a situation. And God's grace and power will enable you to walk away from it, to walk out of it, to exit that place, to exit that temptation. This word escape, the Greek word ekbastos, means get up, use your feet, remove yourself from that person or from that situation that is not good for you. Just like you walked into it, you can turn around, you can walk out of it. God has made a way for you to escape and it is your own feet. Wow. You can flee, but you have to use your feet to do it. Get up, get out, walk out, make an exit from where you are. Don't stand around and allow yourself to be gripped, to be attacked, to be seized, to be paralyzed by what you're facing. Use your head and use your feet. Don't believe the lie that you need to stick around and prove how strong you are because if you do that, you'll succumb to the temptation. Get up and get out of there. That's what this word, a way to escape, really means. So let me ask you today, what is the temptation that you're facing? Is it gossip? If you find that you're prone to gossip and you're with a bunch of gossipers, use your feet, get up and walk out. You don't have to be rude. Just excuse yourself and say you have something else to do. Use your feet and walk out of that place. Is your temptation gluttony, <laughs> overeating? Use your feet. Get away from that food. You can walk away from that temptation. Or perhaps your temptation is bitterness. You're tempted to be bitter when you're with certain people. Then remove yourself from that environment. Maybe you're sexually tempted. Use your feet to walk away from that temptation. Don't stay there and say, I'm going to prove how strong I am. I'm going to stay here until I can overcome it because you will succumb to it. The Bible never tells you to stay there and prove how strong you are. It says, use your feet, get up, and walk away from that situation. And remember, there is no temptation that is not anthropinous. It's just merely human, unexceptional, common to man. A zillion people have overcome it in the past, and you can too. Do not magnify it, diminish it, and you can conquer anything you're facing because you have the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Wow. In fact, the very last part of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 goes on to say, There have no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. The Greek says God is categorically faithful. Who will not suffer you, allow you, or permit you to be tempted above that you are able, which means you have the power to overcome it.
but will with the temptation, he'll partner with you in the midst of the temptation and make a way to escape, that's your feet, that ye may be able to bear it. The word bear is the Greek word hupo, pharaoh, a compound of two words. The word hupo means under. The word pharaoh means to bear or to carry. But when you compound the two words together, it means to be carried under. It's the picture of an undercurrent that picks you up and sweeps you along down the river. In this particular case, it is the grace of God and the power of God grabbing hold of you, sweeping you out of a dangerous environment and delivering you to a place of freedom and safety. God will get you out of the mess. Now, in 1 Corinthians 10, verse 14, which is the very next verse, the very next verse, Paul continues to say, Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee from idolatry. You see, today our temptation is not idolatry, but in the first century this was a real temptation. Because places of idolatry were popular, a lot of parties took place there, people went there, friends went there. It was a place of sexual immorality, a lot of drinking, a lot of drugs, a lot of temptations were connected with places of idolatry. Notice Paul doesn't say, pray to be delivered from that environment. He says, flee. The word flee is a Greek word which means to run as fast as possible. It is powerful and it is spiritual to run. <laughs> run as fast as possible. It means to escape, to use one's feet, to move as fast as possible to get you out of an unprofitable situation. It pictures one's feet flying as he runs from a situation. That is amazing. God never says, stay there, prove how strong you are, stay there to overcome it. God says, use your feet. Your feet are your way of escape. And then in verse 14, he says, run as fast as your feet can carry you. Escape. Get out of that place. Just get out. Now, I'm going to tell you a story. Many years ago, a young man came to see me back when Denise and I were single adult pastors. And he kept falling into sexual sin. Over and over and over. And one day he came to see me and I could see he was so grieved by his behavior. And finally I said to him, where does this sexual sin always take place? He said, you know, it happens every time I go to my girlfriend's apartment. I said, well, then maybe you shouldn't go to her apartment. Stay away from there. And he answered me, what? You mean you want me to run? You mean run from my weakness? No, I'm going to stay there and prove how strong I am until I overcome this. Well, I'd already known him for two years, and for two years, he had been habitually falling into sin every time he went to her apartment. So I said to him, hey, your pattern already shows me you're not going to overcome this by staying there. The best thing for you to do is not go there. And if you do go there, use your feet, get up and get out of there. Use your head. And my friend, this applies to all kinds of temptations. For example, maybe you're in an emotionally upsetting situation and it's a real temptation for you to get bitter in that place. Then get out of that place. Or maybe you have a temptation to overeat. We're going to be dealing with that. What should you do? 
If you have an overeating temptation, you know that you're eating more than you should eat and you've been praying for deliverance. What is the way of escape for you? Or perhaps you have a spending temptation. You know you need to stop using the credit card, oh, but you just can't seem to say no. The urge to buy seems so real. The impulse to have that next thing just tugs on you and tugs on you. How do you overcome? How do you divert an overspending temptation? Or maybe your temptation is a sexual temptation. Maybe you're tempted to look at pornography. How do you overcome that? It's actually very simple to overcome. You see, all of these things are not difficult to overcome, and you need to minimize them. Quit glorifying them. Quit magnifying them. Quit looking at yourself like you're a victim, and remember that God has made you able. We saw that in 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13. God will give you supernatural ability, and he'll give you a way of escape. And starting tomorrow... We're going to see how to practically overcome these temptations. Don't miss it because it's really going to help you. I'll be back in just a moment and I want to pray for you. Everyone faces temptation. If the devil's been condemning you for just being tempted, tell him to hit the road and quit listening to him. But the fact remains, you do need to know how to beat the temptations that keep calling out to you. That's what Rick Renner addresses in his new five-part series, how to successfully divert and overcome temptation. In this series, Rick will show you how to use your feet to run from temptation, how you can walk out of emotionally upsetting situations, how you can overcome the nagging temptation to eat too much, how you can beat the temptation to spend money you don't have, how you can say no to sexual temptation and walk free from it. You can do it, but you need to know how. In this practical series, Rick shows you how you can successfully divert and overcome those hassling voices and temptations that keep trying to drag you down. This five-part series is available in digital or physical formats starting at just $10. We are also offering Rick's 433-page book, A Life Ablaze, where he lays out everything you need to stay on fire with the Holy Spirit's power for years to come. In this powerful book, you'll discover how to keep the fire burning, don't delay ordering your copy of A Life Ablaze today for only $18. Don't miss this special offer, this series, How to Successfully Divert and Overcome Temptation, and the book, A Life Ablaze. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. daily TV, the request for orders was immediate, and then when we went on more channels, we doubled and doubled our requests every year. Rick Renner Ministries sent over 158,000 products out in just this last year. We get many calls for prayer uh, on a daily basis. Um, you know, there are people just really wanting answers today. They want hope. Um, and we're here for them uh, to help them find that. Uh, we get calls for prayer just when people are struggling, going through certain situations, uh, and they may start with being very hopeless, but many times they hang up uh, full of hope, uh, full of joy, faith, and uh, just trusting in the Lord. And 
Uh, the most rewarding part is, you know, getting the phone call the day after saying God, you know, has come through and answered their prayers. And uh, it's just super humbling and I'm grateful uh, to be working for Enter Ministries. Well, everybody who watches Rick on TV is going to want to have a study guide every time. It's, um, first of all, a tangible memory of the material. And anybody who is desiring to learn the Bible more, which we see every day all over the world, it is easy and uh, affordable to get a study guide. And I know a lot of people just do it every single time, or they download as they're watching the program for free. And so it's just a wonderful tool. As far as the needs of the ministry, we are bursting at the seams and growing by leaps and bounds. I foresee more, definitely more growth. And um, as far as people connecting with the Renner ministry and the more that uh, Rick and Denise and Joel and everyone gets to be um, exposed to other areas of the world and other people uh, that are connecting with the Renner ministry, uh, we're just, we're bursting at the seams and we need to expand and pretty quickly. My friend, we are growing as a ministry. People are responding to the teaching of the Bible. They're reaching out to us for resources, for prayer, and for ministry. And God has given us the awesome responsibility of ministering to them and we need more space to do it. So would you please pray about becoming a part of the giving team to help with our ministry expansion project. Before we conclude the program today, I want to tell you that if you need prayer, please call us right now or send us an email. We are waiting to hear from you. The Bible tells us in Matthew 18, 19, that if two of you will agree as touching anything, I will do it that my Father may be glorified. Jesus loves to answer our prayers when we get into agreement. And if you'll call us or if you'll send us an email and let us know how to pray with you, we will get into a prayerful and powerful agreement with you and Jesus will answer our prayers together. We will pray in faith and God really will answer your prayers and move in your life. So let us know how to pray for you. We're waiting to hear from you right now. And remember that we're offering you my brand new series called How to Successfully Divert and Overcome Temptation. And it comes with a study guide. You can order these online or by giving us a call. And we're also offering you right now my book called A Life Ablaze, 10 Simple Keys to Living on Fire for God. I have a friend in the ministry who said, in addition to your Bible, every Christian needs to read this book. It is hands-on about how to keep the fire of God in your heart burning to the end of your life. It is not the will of God for you to grow cold. And there are practical things you can do, things that you can inject into your fire to make sure that fire keeps burning. And this book will show you how to do that. And right now, we're offering on our website store our brand new autobiography called Unlikely, Our Faith-Filled Journey to the Ends of the Earth. Order yours today. But let me pray for you right now. Father, I thank you that we're not victims. 
that you've given us power. Your word calls us overcomers again and again and again. And you've given us the ability to overcome any temptation. And you've given us a mind so we'll know how to divert them. And if we're already in them, how to overcome them. And we thank you for your grace that partners with us to help us find a way of escape. In Jesus' name, amen. It's been so good to share the word with you today, but I'll see you tomorrow. Remember, Ecclesiastes 8.4, it says, where the word of a king is, there is power.